1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will and I'm your host. We wish you a Merry Christmas. But the Buccaneers and the Cardinals decided it takes so friggin' long to play a friggin' miserable football game that it's actually December 26th by the time we went live on YouTube. Joining me to talk about Week 16 and recap it. One game left, of course, Monday Night Football. Brian Wilson and John Breach. Happy holidays, boys. Merry Christmas.
2: Hey, hey, hey. And uh, which elf are you, Breach?
3: He's an angry elf.
2: There it is. I'm from the South Pole. The South Pole. You're the South Pole. South Pole elf. Do you have a look quickly before we get get going here? Because um, we got a lot to cover, Breach. Is that a onesie? You got footsies in that thing, or is that a two piece?
3: Uh, It is a onesie, but no footies. No footies. You you know, on a throne of lies. Uh, no, no footies. That's too there's bad. no footies, but it's just cut one piece, off? so it is yeah. a one piece, but no footies. Yeah. Did you yeah. really cut the footies off? No, but there's no footies, no footies. Um, and anybody who's listening to the audio version will have to look at the YouTube version so that they can see my amazing Christmas pajamas. You just dress, you dressed up for
1: Halloween, you dressed up for Christmas. Yeah, you're a big dresser. Hey, if I have a reason to dress up, I'm gonna dress up. That's just how it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing red and green. I'm wearing a uh, got a little this is my red. This, I actually got this uh, quarter zip for uh, for. For Christmas for my parents uh, before we dive in by the way shout out to speaking of my parents shout out Bob Brinson winning the Brinson family football league fantasy football league for the first time ever unless Keenan Allen can score 55 fantasy points on Monday night which seems unlikely he will defeat a two-time champion and my uh, first cousin Aaron Brinson who has more rings in this league than I do anyway I think it's telling that the professional in, in the family doesn't win it's quite telling uh, amongst other things. Anyway, speaking of rings, Tom Brady has uh, seven of them, and he will look to potentially add an eighth with a deep playoff run, although it seems less and less likely with each passing Bucks game. Although Tampa Bay finds a way to squeak out a win 19-16 to in <laughs> overtime. Ugh, I hate it. Mean, Against Trace, Trace McSorley. And the four-win Arizona Cardinals, plus Cliff Kingsbury, of course. Brady, 32 of 48. 281 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Um, look, we don't need to spend long in this game, and we can sort of parlay it in with the Panthers because the Panthers are are winners as well, beating the Detroit Lions on Saturday. Um, with that win, you know, now we have those two teams. Uh, actually, I guess uh, Tampa is still a game ahead. If, If Tampa had lost, they would have been tied with the Panthers at six and nine they are currently 7 and 8 the panthers 6 and 9 the saints also 6 and 9 and the atlanta falcons eliminated from the playoffs 5 and 10 um technically tampa bay keeping alive the hope that there could be a, there won't be a team coming out of the NFC south with a losing record to win that division but it really all comes down to next week when they play the panthers i believe they can clinch they yeah they clinch if they beat the panthers and if not the panthers make it very very interesting uh for week 17 i mean what like I don't even know what I want from this division at this point, Wilson. I, I know that I look again. Give you credit. You said that the Bucks might find a way to win the division, but they would still stink. And boy, do they stink!
2: Well, let me put it to you. You can answer this, and then Breach can follow. Uh, are you guys still of the opinion that, assuming they win this thing out, because if they had lost, then next week would have been the the playing game against the Panthers? Are you of the opinion that any team that goes to to Tampa Bay in the playoffs should be concerned? I, I am. Brinson. Not
3: talk. Talk. Tom Brady got Christmas his microphone. Problems. His microphone's been drinking bourbon. You can't hear him. It's for the best. Wilson, I will host the rest of the show. You know what, Wilson? Uh, I am I am closely, closely, slowly inching toward your thought, your school of thought here, because you've been saying all along, the fifth seed should not be concerned at all. They will destroy the Buccaneers. Me and Brinson have been riding the horse that says, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be able to beat you. And again, this is the second straight week where we saw Last week against the Bengals, he played a phenomenal first half, turned the ball over four times in the second half, they (laughs) lose. This game, he plays three and a half quarters of horrid football, where he looked like Trace McSorley, which is an insult to Trace McSorley because (laughs) he actually played well. And then something just clicked, and Brady just turns it on, throws for 162 yards in their final three possessions. They scored all three of those possessions, and he had only thrown in 119 yards in the entire game before that. So it's like if something clicks in the playoffs and he plays three really good quarters, then yeah, they can beat a five seed. So I would be at least mildly concerned if I am the Cowboys mm-hmm. and I'm forced to go to Tampa Bay to face uh, a, a a guy in Tom Brady, who I have never beaten in the history of my entire franchise.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know what the hell happened to that. Microphone there. That was weird. Tom Brady um, you. Yeah. I, I mean, look again, I, I you know, I, I say, I say these things and you disagree with me and you're like, that's a stupid take with the Cliff Kingsbury, like, I, like, I'm not standing, I'm not caping up for Cliff Kingsbury and saying he shouldn't be fired. Like in a, I think in a vacuum, you fire him. Right. But I think you had told yourself on Tom Brady though, two weeks ago, I, I, I just, I'm of the opinion that if Tom Brady gets into the postseason, and the same sort of thing with Aaron Rodgers, they, I mean, you're talking about a hall of fame caliber quarterback in a, in a conference where because of injuries and because of, just you know the uh, the parity involved. You've got teams like the Giants, who might be in there. You've got the Eagles, who have been fantastic and have you know look like they can win games even with Gardner Minshew, but Jalen Hurts is banged up. There's just all these injuries and and all of, like, like I don't I just don't think you can definitively say that the, the team that gets into the playoffs can't win the NFC. And, and that's that's just where I am at with, time, with, with the Buccaneers. Do I? I don't think they'll win the NFC. Let
2: They're me a ask bad guess. football team. What do the Buccaneers have to do for you to be like, Okay, this team is terrible? Because <laughs> I think they've shown us well, I,
1: I think they're terrible. I'm just saying that if a if this bad football team wins two more games or wins one more game next week against the Panthers, and then again, like I don't I think the Cowboys will be what, what what's the line for the Cowboys? Cowboys at Buccaneers. I, I was texting my buddy Newman about it, and he was like, It was like four, right? I was like, No, it's like seven. Seven, which what
2: what it's plus Cowboys, seven? Cowboys minus seven. Hey, no, no. Wins over no, Wilson not has, that much. It's on gonna. On it might be out. like it might be Cowboys minus two and a half. <laughs> if it's okay, well then if that's it's just Cowboys wins over my, Wilson. You're, okay, you're playing the. You're
1: playing. You're playing Vegas. You're not playing the 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 sharps. You know what I'm saying? If you believe that that the, the spread will be Cowboys minus two and a half, then you have to. Then you are ipso facto agreeing with me that Tom Brady can in fact no, win. No, a play I'm
2: I'm agreeing that what are the opposite of sharps? Squares. I'm I'm agreeing that squares like you think that Tom Brady can do that. And that's, that's where I want to make the line enticing. So they understand that it doesn't matter if it's two and a half, I'm, give me the Cowboys. If it's
1: two and a half, I'm like, that smells maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it won't be seven. I, I think it, I mean, no, not, it, might, it
2: might be, but I think if it is seven, that doesn't, that doesn't
1: make your point for you either. No, I mean, if it's seven. It makes my point worse. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, mean, I again, I don't think the, I don't think they're going to make a playoff run. I don't even know they'll make the playoffs. I hope they do for my own personal financial reasons because I laid the lumber on Bucks to win the
2: division with Brady. I think that's the issue. I think that you are all in on this because it's funny. But it's
1: only. But it's only. Well, that makes me the odd third vote
3: uh, since you guys are are odd. Go ahead. Different sides of this argument, and again, I am like, I'm slightly on Brinson's side here more than I am your side,
2: Wilson. Just because you're also wearing, you're wearing adult pajamas too. Let's be clear about that.
3: Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> They're amazing. I'm going to wear them every day this entire week. I'm going to wear
1: them until New Year's Eve. All, All right, right, so let's move on, to... move on from that. And let's I'm see. not going to shower. The Panthers, by the way, Panthers, Fair I mean, enough. talk about pouring cold water on the Lions run. Yeah, man. I mean, they, they rush for a, uh, a franchise high in rushing guards. This is, a, this is a team that has like had Cam Newton, had the combo of Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams. Um, had Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey uh, yeah, has had a long history of, like, being a very good like like the Panthers have always been proud about running the football it's on They had John Fox for a long time and Ron Rivera this is a run heavy team and they ran for a, a franchise high in rushing yards against a Lions team that I don't think it allowed a hundred yard rusher in like five or six weeks um absolutely demoralizing Dan Quinn said you know he called it an ass kicking uh by the but you know he got outcoached he said I told Steve Wilkes you know you guys kicked our ass uh and and he's not wrong you know so what does that game do to adjust I mean, the Panthers are winner, clear winners here with their, you know, winning that game, you improve your playoff odds, you give yourself, yourself a chance to to beat the Bucs and to, to take the division down. I mean, where do you guys stand on, like, how much of, how much did that game alter your perception of the uh, the Lions and the Panthers and their playoff hopes?
2: Breach that game for for me and my Lions were a Christmas punch in the nuts because, as Brentson noted, uh, Danteform, excuse me, ran for 161. Shuba Hubbard averaged ten point four yards per carry. He ran for one twenty-five. On the other side, Jared Goff was a leading rusher with fifteen freaking yards. So they couldn't stop the run, and they couldn't run. Jared Goff's numbers are actually fine in terms of throwing the ball. So I, you know, you you do the math. They're not out of it technically at at seven and eight, uh, but they've certainly complicated things. And I think Steve Wilkes should.
1: Oh, what. Are you about to say Steve Wilkes should get the job.
2: He should have a legitimate shot at it. He ain't going to get the job, but I mean, the way they're playing now is better than they played at any point you, under Matt Rule. Than I, than I feel like I you do really realize know.
1: what you said when when Matt Rule got fired. And, and I'm
2: no 100. percent I don't oh, think okay. he's still getting the job. He should well, get the job. Yeah, but I, I'm saying I don't know what else this man would have to do. I feel like he should get the job, but I'm sure David Tepper and all his. Um, what's the word I, I, impetuousness will, will not be interested in they'll be looking for some other shiny object.
3: Well, that's a whole different conversation because right. if, if the Panthers win this division and Steve Wilkes doesn't get the job, that's just uh, from an optic standpoint, going to be a horrible look for the NFL. <laughs> right, right. Like, Oh yeah, we do the Rooney roll and Oh yeah, we encourage minority coaching and Oh yeah, the Panthers did not hire the guy who just turned around a team that looked just left for dead in October uh, and got them
1: to the playoffs and won the division. I don't
3: know how you can't hire
1: that guy. Uh, especially after David Tepper fired Rod Rivera minority and then like basically just sort of blitzkrieged his way past the Rudy rule and hiring Matt Rule, uh, who is one of the you know most disastrous NFL head coaches in recent years, and Steve Wilkes gets this team to the division. And and if like if this guy gets fired after one year in Arizona and then, you know, half an interim year in in Carolina, it, it, I agree with you, Breach. It's a tough spot. That's going to be the whole basis. He already filed a lawsuit. He's just going to add the addendum,
3: like, "Hey, judge, you see my last season and they didn't hire me. Yeah, just send the like, money." Like, why, are, why are
1: the winnings to me? He's like, fired, he's like, "They fight, He's like, "They fight They traded Christian McCaffrey and I still won the division. Like, what do you what do you want me to do? It, yeah, that, again, that is a whole different conversation. We could deal with that one down the road, uh, and maybe that'll be you know a subject of a press coverage pod that we do. Hopefully, not tomorrow. Maybe we can skip that podcast. But yeah, I mean, I think Carolina. I, I don't know. I mean, Carolina beat the Bucks once already. The Bucks stink. Carolina can win that game. There's no, yeah, there's yeah. I no sort of wish
2: that um, the Bucks had lost tonight, so that game would. Because that, I, that, that game, well, Carolina, well, Carolina might have been favored.
1: Well, if Carolina wins, they have the they have the sweep of the Bucks, and so they hold the tiebreaker. So they just have to win in Week 18, and they're in. But yeah, if the Bucs lose, if the Bucs had lost t- uh, tonight it would be Carolina wins and the Bucks are eliminated next week.
2: Right. It would have been a playing yeah. game for Bucks had they sure. not won this week.
3: With the um, Lions real quick. Look, they had won what three, they were, on three they were on a three game winning streak going into this game. And it really felt, you know, like everyone jumping on the bandwagon, but it really felt like, okay, when there's actual kind of playoff pressure on you, because that's what this game really was. And you're playing outdoors. Uh, you know, the Lions aren't a great outdoor cold team. And, What's going to happen? And we saw what happened. I mean, they got
2: destroyed. This, but it wasn't the never close. It wasn't the way you thought they they couldn't yeah. tackle people. It wasn't anything that was that that was because they were outside or because Jared because Jared Goff's numbers were fine. It was they couldn't tackle, and they couldn't run, which are weird ways to sort of revert back to being sub mediocre.
1: Where do the Lions playoff chance? Where are the Lions at now?
2: They're one hundred percent in my heart. <laughs>
1: well, I mean. everybody. Sorry. The Lions now are at 24%. Eh, Um, Terrible. Yeah. If they they can still technically get in by going one and one, Um, obviously they have to, but you know, winning, winning both, uh, beating Chicago at home, then winning at Green Bay would jump up to 70% or so. Um, And obviously eliminate the Packers from that spot. Um, Yeah. It's still, God, I mean, the Panthers, by the way, the Panthers still. At Tampa Bay at New Orleans. I mean, those are two tough wins. Like that's not that's not gonna be free at all. But yeah, the Lions it, it does feel a little bit like okay, maybe we got ahead of ourselves on 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 Detroit making this crazy run to the playoffs. If
2: they'd won this game, we'd be having a different conversation. The Panthers have not been good for most of the most of the year. They played
1: Yeah, that's why it's weird to go down to Carolina as a favorite, like completely egg against the Panthers and then
2: And that's yeah. one thing as Breach noted, like Jerry Goff hasn't played well outdoors, but this wasn't about that. This was about somehow you forgot how to Stop the run and, and run the football. And the weather was cold in Charlotte, but it wasn't, it wasn't Chicago weather. No, or no, Detroit no. weather for that matter.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was bad weather everywhere, but Carolina, yeah, Carolina, it was, it was cold here. It was the coldest home game in Panthers history. But they're from Detroit.
3: It's all relative because the Dolphins also had the coldest game in. Dolphins history, which was only our second coldest game, you know, and it was 45? only
1: 40, 45 or 46 degrees. Yeah. Staying in that division, I think you have to say that a winner from this weekend, maybe the biggest winner, e- like easily the biggest winner, actually, uh, for, for me is the Green Bay Packers. This is a team that coming, you know, coming into the week, they needed a certain, you know, like X number of things to happen. X number things that happen to try and make the playoffs. You know, this this crazy run that they want to try and make. And like literally every single outcome. Of every single game that they needed to have go their way, went their way. You included- know what we call that
2: in the business? The Brinson parlay. Like, all the stupid things that you make up that have to happen, they literally actually
0: happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should have done a Packers parlay. Maybe that's what I should do next week. Um, the, the Packers now, I think Steven Osten had an email, 37% chance to make the playoffs. See, 27% on 538. Um, at any rate, I mean, like, it's, they were at, like, f- sub-10% coming into the weekend. They they b- By beating the Dolphins... They have to. There are two. The two scenarios that they have to have happen. They need. They need two things to have happen. One, they have to win out, and then two, one of two things: either Washington loses a game, or the Giants lose both games the rest of the year. If one of those two things happen, and the Packers went out with two games at home against Minnesota and Detroit, the Packers are in the playoffs. And man, I tell you what, the Packers haven't looked good either. But similarly to the to the Tom Brady stuff, you put. You put the you put the Packers in the playoffs like maybe it doesn't matter if they play if it's like San Francisco gets the two seed and they have to go to San Francisco and they just get absolutely blitzkrieg by uh, Kyle Shanahan and, and and company as they have you know many times in the playoffs in, in recent years it feels like but I, you put Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs with no, no as you would say Wilson no business being there and it feels like he could kind of make some noise
2: but is this the same and I know I said this last week or the week before I said who are you taking. Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in the neutral field. I don't remember which side of it came we down. On. I would, we came down on, I would imagine that the, the Packers were the favorites, but I, I could be wrong, but it feels like at least there are people around Aaron Rodgers making plays, whether it's on offense with Christian Watson, for example, showing up lately or on defense where they're making Tua Tagovailoa look like Mac Jones, which is a, yeah, to right to right right. Right. but I feel like at least that the Packers have at least something to work with, even though they're like every other team at this point, just, um, you know beset by injuries they they it feels like the the buccaneers do not want to be out there from top to bottom whereas it feels like the packers despite aaron Rodgers being grumpy or whatever you know making wilson faces half the time he finds ways to get his teammates involved and, and they make plays for him
3: uh yeah his team definitely made some plays for him today with uh defense picking off two, uh, three times, but look, I mean, just three terrible interceptions too.
2: I don't know what was going on there.
3: Gifts. Those were Christmas gifts from two to green Bay, but look, they've won three games in a row. And no, I don't think any of them were overly impressive. Beating the bears. Isn't that great? Beating the Rams. Uh, isn't that impressive? And then having Tua a gift you a game, but it doesn't matter because they're in the playoff race. And that is all that matters here. And it's, it's,
2: but wouldn't you feel better, Breach, if the Buccaneers had won games like this as opposed to doing what they're doing?
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, but I agree with you. I think the Packers are a better team than the Buccaneers, which isn't saying much because the Buccaneers aren't good. Uh, but you just look at what's. how does Green Bay match up in Week 17 against the Vikings? So you know, If you start looking forward, it's just that that's not an easy way to finish the season when you have to face Minnesota and Detroit, although having both of them in
1: Green Bay – is definitely um, a play. I don't know, man. I mean, look, I understand those are those are two playoff caliber teams like Minnesota's rdn and, and the and the Lions are right there in the hunt tied with the, the Packers. But those are two teams that Aaron, because of these division rivals and because of the way that Aaron Rodgers has played against division rivals over the course course of his career, and he's at home and, and again, he just has that look about him. And they didn't win, they didn't win convincingly in Miami. It took two of them completely melting down to give him the game. But Rodgers at home against division opponents with knowing what's on the line. I, I mean, I would, I am, I am not unhappy with my uh, Packers futures that I placed a few weeks ago. Okay.
2: I mean, I don't know if you should, that's fine. You can be optimistic about it, but I'm I would,
1: not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, i don't, they're not like,
2: I feel better about those than the, the, the bucks ones. How
1: about that? Well, I mean, the bucks ones is just to win the divisions. So that's all right. In the division, and then go, you go do whatever you got to do. Bucks, um, do you? I'm trying to see if there's a cash out option. I was going to see because they, you know, sometimes will do it with a cash out option. You can it'll like it'll let's say you put you bet ten dollars on it to win whatever. They'll be like you can cash this out for you know three hundred dollars. If, if like the Packers were one game away from the, Divi- the NFC championship, they you know they'd be offering like you. you know, say, I was trying to see what the odds were, but it's not up. So, um, yeah, Packers, Dolphins. Uh, do you feel good? about How do you feel about the Dolphins? Bad.
2: Pretty yeah, bad, I mean, uh. it, it starts with the quarterback. And the first, I don't know, 35 minutes, he was like, oh, okay, it looks like Tua. He's, he throws with such crazy anticipation. That I think sometimes what happens yeah. is when he throws, when, when Tyreek's or, or Jalen or whoever is, you know, 45 feet from making their break, and it's amazing when it happens. When it doesn't happen, it looks like those god-awful interceptions, those arm <laughs> punts he was throwing. So it's, it, it's like there's no in-between with Tua. And that's the problem, I think. And um, it's, I think Breach is right. It's, it's troubling because they ran the ball and they ran it okay when they ran it. But then those sorts of mistakes and they let the Packers sort of hang around. And that's on the defense as much, you know, as in the first three quarters. And then Tua just said, all right, watch this. And it just went sideways
1: in a hurry. Do you think Breach that this is, uh, sometimes we struggle to do this in a week-to-week league like the NFL, um, but You know, if if you told if you told the Dolphins fans are eight and seven, you know, heading into the final two weeks of the season, that two has played at a Pro Bowl level. Didn't you made the Pro Bowl, right? I don't know. As the first alternate.
2: I'd rather Ah. play at an all pro level, but okay. Point
1: point being is that point being is that like I think two is I think two has played well this year as in, in totality, even if the last you know month or so hasn't been great. And the Dolphins are 8-7. and They're in a very good position to make the playoffs. Like, Don't you think people would look at the Dolphins and say, okay, this is an overall good season as long as they get to the postseason? I mean, you're talking about coaching his first year and a quarterback who people thought might be drafting somebody this season. Yeah, if they get to the playoffs,
3: I I think that people will say that because that's going to mean they win one of these final two games. But if they end the season on a six-game losing streak – the Mike McDaniel is back right where he started when he took the job, which is do I have a quarterback? You have to ask yourself that. If you end the game, if you end the season, on a six-game losing streak yeah. because Tua is throwing three interceptions against a, an average Packers defense that were all pretty bad interceptions, that's a problem. And look, Tua has looked amazing at times this year. I mean, he's been throwing dimes. His we all laughed at Tyree Kill in July when he was talking about Tua's accuracy, and then Tua went out and showed that he does have really good accuracy. At times he's just so streaky. And we saw uh him kind of hit rock bottom in this Packers game. So man, the Dolphins will be in a tough spot if they end the season on a six game losing streak. Uh, really quickly. Okay. Oh, fun fact, this was the first Dolphins, first time they've gone winless in December
1: since nineteen ninety three. Wow. That's a fun fact. Um, let's just not that these two teams matter because they're both out of the playoffs, but it was on a Christmas Day game. Um to it, who made that graphic? To it, turned the ball over. That's pretty good. It's clever. I like that. Um, very funny. Um, to Broncos and Rams. Give me one word to describe that. Literally one word. Um,
2: dookie. Very, very. Awkward. You can't get a fifty-one burger hung on you if you're Russ Wilson. Like Russ Wilson, there's some, there's something going on there, and I don't know if he's injured. I don't know what it is, but you guys can say all you want about the. It's like the Cliff Kingsbury conversation. You can go ahead, and bring t- t- and bring the, his ass you know, out there next year. And see what happens.
1: How about like, Nathaniel Hackett growing the goatee? It's like, would you do you think that was going to fix your problems, buddy? Like, it's
2: like Greg Williams when he tried to go incognito <laughs> after he got in trouble for the uh, the head the bounty gate.
1: He showed up with like dyed hair and a goatee. It's like Hackett, like she, like literally grew a goatee in between, like as just like trying to just trying to motivate himself in the morning, looking know? like
2: Sledge trying to be undercover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we know What's what your you one need? word? What's your one word for that game breach? Disaster. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great word. I would say um, repugnant. Ooh, I like it. It was It was just, it, it was, I mean, it was. Somebody 30- got a word of the
2: day calendar for Christmas breach. <laughs> repugnant, come on, man. Um uh, Tua is definitely, definitely better good. than Russell. Absolutely. No doubt about you it. Everyone would
1: take Tua over Russell. Um, Tua right-handed is better than Russell right now. I'd take a kicking the ball over Russell Wilson right now. Russell Wilson threw uh, two interceptions for the first time in his career. Um, obviously, again, like, we're not, I don't want to wait on this game not, at all. Wait, yeah. that's not true. In the first quarter, in the first quarter for the first time in his career. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. That the first I say, see see. I've oh, seen two him play. for the first time in his career. Yeah, you yeah, know, two first quarter interceptions for the okay. first time in his career. Uh, they lost 51 14. Neither team is involved in the playoffs. Rams 5 and 10, Broncos 4 and 11. Cam Akers three touchdowns, Tyler Higby two touchdowns, Baker Mayfield man 24 28, 230 and two teeters. Uh, but yeah, this is this is nothing more than like, like you, you were not worried about. Chatting up your family members while this game was going on. Like, you weren't worried about paying attention to this game after about the first 15 minutes. It was like 30 to 6 at halftime. So, the only
2: people who pay attention to this game are the Waltons and when they're determining what to do with Nathaniel Hackett.
1: Well, so. I mean, that's, I think that's already. That's, and that's, fans of SpongeBob SquarePants.
2: Oh, right. That's right. Because Baker won the Mr. Trubisky Award. So, congratulations. The to
1: Baker. MVP. I'm actually upset that I forgot to put it on Nickelodeon with uh, we had a bunch of kids in the room, too. So, I'm a, no. real, a real Scrooge.
2: That
3: was, I put it on my two year old doesn't really pay attention to football obviously but all of a sudden, there's bright colors everywhere and slime and christmas tree she starts pointing at it what a hit that game uh, wasn't I game. feel
1: I feel like a dumb dumb for not doing that uh much more entertaining game from a um uh you know emotional standpoint and uh you know entertainment standpoint sunday or saturday night football close I mean not that we needed a saturday night christmas eve game but we got one anyway as breach pulls out the tissues um for god knows what reason um he he loves Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he's getting upset about Kenny Pickett. How how about your Steelers, Wilson? They're not dead technically in the playoff hunt. Thirteen to ten win. Kenny Pickett on Franco Harris night. It was pretty, it was a pretty cool scene.
2: Yeah, here, here's yeah. I mean, it was great that it was the it was supposed to be the sort of the fifty year anniversary. It wasn't for fifty year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Unfortunately, Franco Harris passed away a few days ago unexpectedly. So that was uh, sort of the the Rallying cry for the Steelers, but they, they didn't show up offensively until the very last drive. It was eight degrees. I don't know if that mattered or not. Um, maybe it did on some some level. I think Matt Cannon probably had more to do with it offensively. Derek Carr is absolutely terrible in cold weather and cannot play in cold weather. Cannot play in cold weather. And he should have won that football game. Uh, last drive, the Steelers managed their way down the field. And uh, look, I'm not a, a super genius, but I wouldn't leave George Pickens wide open on a 14-yard touchdown throw. I mean, he couldn't oh. have been more wide open. Brinson, you could have made that throw and breach. You, you could have caught it if you were running the route. Uh, but there's nothing to take away in terms of feeling good about the Steelers long term offensively. I still think you have to figure out what to do with Matt Canada. And, you know, everything else was fine. I mean, the defense actually balled out. They intercepted uh, Derek Carr three times. The last one was at the end of the game on on an on a overthrow that Hunter Rifford actually, if it had been a good throw, could have set them up to for the game time field goal. But I don't think you have to feel great about this if you're the Steelers uh, or Steelers fans because the offense was absolutely non existent until the final two or three minutes.
3: Uh, That was a fun game, though. I mean,
2: yeah, it was fun. The last drive, especially, was fun. I, I, I
3: fans sitting through that. And you know what, Ryan, I'm actually surprised you didn't start this off by saying, you know what, guys, there's a path. No,
4: come
1: on. What is is eliminated? What is the path of the Steelers?
3: the Steelers are not eliminated. Well, obviously they have to win or out, no.
2: yeah. but they're, they have the worst conference records of the, of the four, seven and eight teams. That's a problem.
3: Well, right. So they need the dolphins to lose out. Um, and then the other teams have to lose at least one game The the teams are tied with. So the jets would have to lose. Um, and the, 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 Patriots. And the, the Patriots have to beat the dolphins because the dolphins have to lose out, but then the Patriots have to lose in week 18 to the bills. It's, it's, a convoluted
1: there's passing yeah,
2: they, they still have to beat the ravens and the browns
1: and, and the steelers have to win out obviously if the um I, I've got it here just looking if the Steelers win out and the Jets oh here it is it's pretty easy actually Patriots mm. have to go one and one have to beat the Dolphins lose to the Bills Dolphins lose out Steelers win out jets lose to Seattle and beat Miami Steelers are in the playoffs. Yeah well Hmm. That's as not Nathan, that, that's not that complex. I mean, as, na- as
2: Nathan mentioned in the comments, the Steelers have a path to a losing season. I think that's correct. I think the Steelers are going to have a. I think the Steelers are going to get that winning record. I don't know what the- make you guys feel that way, do
3: the parlay right now. Do the Steelers parlay? Steelers playoff parlay?
2: He ain't doing it's it. Steelers playoff parlay. He's all. He's all. He's all bluster. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how. I don't he's know all how Kenny Pickett know. bluster. This I'm.
1: Time I'm, I'm, on a, I'm. a am I'm, a, I'm a single QB right. Now. Every single. uh court, computer right now I'm not loading up a three-week parlay <laughs> to try and figure out how the Steelers make the playoffs but the odds are the odds are pretty long um elsewhere Saturday I think Kenny Pickett and 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 the Steelers and and you know Franco Harris night all winners in, in in everybody's book uh with the way that that closed out on Christmas Eve very cool moment
2: is anything happening with Derek Carr and or Josh McDaniels ahead of I Texas? think Derek Carr is gonna be gone
3: at which interception do you think Josh McDaniels was like? <laughs> this guy's gone. I'm not coaching this guy next year. I'm not coming back next year if this guy's my quarterback. Uh, I'm out. No, second one, bad. probably the second. I, one. I think I, I think Derek Carr's gone.
2: All right, he'll he'll land somewhere. And um,
3: but the that one thing better. there, uh, this, I think Florio noted this over the weekend that with the way his contract is structured, the Raiders have to make this decision like within a week after the Super Bowl. So like. Good. Not, that not side when on. the new league year starts in March, but right. once like contracts.
1: I end. think, I think, Derek Carr's out and Thomas Edwards, Thomas Edward Brady is in. Ooh, Brady
3: and McDaniel's in
1: Vegas. Yeah. Oh, what about, what about Aaron Rodgers? I I think that it'll be Aaron Rodgers is hard to pull off with the contract, and Brady and McDaniel's have that. But I think that's I think that's on the table. I think right. I think one of those two guys is coming to come to Vegas next year. It's Christmas. So I'm not even going to argue with you. All right. Christmas. <laughs> yep, uh, where do you want to go next? I don't really have a, I'm trying to look. and. Look Here, at I'll give winners. you one of my winners. Yeah, give me a winner.
2: And this, this is a, a, a pure slap in the face to old Billy there. Uh, the old Minnesota Vikings will not go away. And the Eagles mm. peed away that game to the Cowboys. Gardner Minshew, um, did his thing for a little bit. When he, he out, he out Dak Prescott and Dak, Dak Prescott. Meanwhile, the Vikings continue to win football games. They are
1: 11 and 0 in one score games. That is so effing outrageous.
2: I think it actually, at this point, I keep saying it every week, I think it actually is sustainable because they keep doing it. So I, may, maybe it's sustainable. So, I mean, they could mess around and get that number one seed if they keep going down this path because they don't lose close games. And I know Vikings fans will argue that it. Differential doesn't matter, and I would argue the same thing because it doesn't appear to matter right now for Minnesota. But they won, um, the Eagles lost, and now they're only uh, one game separates them between one and two. Because we were talking about the 49ers are going to get the second seed, well, that may be off the table or at least a, a slightly more difficult now. Um, but yeah, so the, the Vikings are a winner for me.
3: Uh, and you know what's crazy about it's not just these one score wins, which by the way, now they have 11, that's the most in NFL history. It's the way they're happening. I mean, are you kidding with uh, beating the Bills on a fumbled snap at, the goal, at line? the goal line? The largest comeback in NFL history against the Colts. And then having your kicker hit the fourth longest game-winning field goal with no time left in NFL history. Those are those are three of their wins this year. It doesn't make any sense at all that they keep winning games
1: like this. It and is By the way,
2: had that game, had that game been at MetLife? you're not making a 61 yarder this weekend. Okay. If it just been happened to be outside. Now the I other guess,
1: thing, those are like three of the craziest outcomes.
3: Like And, and Greg of... Joseph nailed that kick, by the way. I mean, that that thing's good from like 65. He crushed it. It was just, I mean, man,
2: did you, like what? I watched, Um, I watched, oh, by the way, if, if you have Paramount plus people, and I don't Billy's he's given a gift card tonight, you can watch Top Gun Maverick, oh, which sorry. is out. Sorry. I watched it over the weekend with my family. Have you guys seen it? No. I uh, oh. no don't and I go to the movie, so I watched it on Parent Plus. And I and and Breach, I mentioned this because you know I got a little choked up because it was nostalgic. Do you get choked up when people like Greg Joseph smoke 61 yard field goals for game winners?
3: <laughs> of course, I do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, as soon as a team gets to like the 45, I'm literally and it's fourth quarter under a minute left. I'm like, please don't gain any more yards, don't gain any more yards. I want to see a long field goal attempt. So, I start rooting for it to be between 60 and 65 yards. And so when Joseph went out there look Joseph is all over the place from long distance you don't know what you're going to get uh but man to his credit it was just a great kick and the fact that the Vikings won this game I the Giants looked like a playoff team too I mean that looked they looked legit I thought they went toe to toe here this was one of those games where I thought their offense played well I thought Daniel Jones looked good do we I, we don't compliment Daniel Jones too often on the show do we no nah. we? I'm going to give Daniel Jones a compliment for uh looking good
2: today
1: We well, on this i did hq on uh, in between the one o'clock and the four o'clock games on, on saturday and um i pointed out that you know Hassel asked me about the giants it's like yeah you know what do you do about that loss i was like look you know to me the giants i, I think whether they wh- however they finish the season whether they get in the playoffs or not whether they go one and one two and oh and two whatever it is like you have to feel good about where this franchise is going if you're a giants fan like, like, I mean, Brian Dable is clearly a, v- a very good coach, and you know, he got the most out of Daniel Jones. And I think I, I don't know, I, I would just feel good about it. By the way, here's a little hellscape, a couple of hellscape scenarios for old Billy Boy. Um, 49ers win out, Eagles lose out, Vikings go one and one, niners get the one seed, Eagles get the two seed. Oh yeah, no, Vikings are one and one Packers beat them. Green Bay coming, Aaron Rodgers coming to Philadelphia for a, a freaking wild card weekend game. Or if you want to get real weird, the, there's, a, there's a path where the, if the Vikings went out and the Niners went out and the Eagles lose out, the Eagles could be the three seed in the NFC, which is like in, if the Eagles were the three seed in the NFC after the way that they played for 99% of the season, or 90% of the season, I guess, it would be so devastating.
2: Would be devastating. I mean, you, you still face the you face the right now. You would face the Giants.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be that bad.
2: And the thing is, it's not like it's not like Tua Tagovailoa going in the tank. It's Gardner Minshew coming in for Jalen while he gets yeah, healthy. Yeah, 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 But yeah, I, I mean,
1: control Billy.
2: Right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Billy, you can when you start stop
1: crying. Let us know. Um. I'm not, about- I'm not crying. I'm not crying. And while you're here, just go and pop on. We'll talk about the. Eagles. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. It's like the like the, the mask cover. He's like, oh, I'm not crying. I'm smiling. You
2: want to uh, stand, as the kids say, for Gardner Minshew and the Eagles?
1: <clears> yeah, talk, talk to us about. Talk, you you get. We're getting out. Of, we're getting. This podcast is 50 minutes or less. <laughs> so you get. You get. You say whatever you want to say about the Eagles and the Cowboys, and we'll just move on from that game. This is the only thing I'm going to say. This is the only thing I'm going to
4: say. The mere fact that we started Gardner Mishu had four turnovers and at the end of the game still had a chance to win says a lot. We didn't hear Micah Parsons name the whole game until the last four minutes when Lane Johnson got hurt, which is a big thing for the Eagles. Like if he can't play, it was an abdominal injury. Um, he If, was- if Lane Johnson's
1: hurt, it's a big, big problem.
4: You didn't hear Micah, pa- Micah Parsons name the whole game until he left. Like. That, that Like, he 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 hasn't let up a sack in two years. Like, he's one of the best tackles in the game right now. So losing him and then losing Avante Maddox earlier in that game really hurt, you know, the Eagles' defense because Avante Maddox made a lot of big plays in the beginning of that game. But then they started putting C.D. Lamb in the slot. And, you know, <laughs> C.D. Lamb ate, and, it, you know, it helped them and aided them staying in this game. I'm not worried as an Eagles fan. For us to just be in that game for how, for however, you know, the events occurred, I'm not worried. You know, I feel like Jalen, if Jalen plays that game, we don't have four turnovers. You know, even the running backs fumbling the ball, I don't think that happens just because, you know, they're used to the way Jalen hands the ball off um, and things of that nature. But for me personally, I had a great Christmas. Um, that <laughs> Eagles loss didn't hurt my heart at all. And I'm, I'm ready for my team to gear up for the playoffs. So. All right.
1: Um Your eyes are red, but okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> reach, reach, some, some, hand Billy some tissues through the through the through the, through the stream yard. Uh, Anything to take away from Dallas here? I mean, they're basically they're the five seed. It's just like who are they going to get, and then you know what Dallas feels a lot of ways like the
2: Vikings, but they're the other they're, they're the bizarro Vikings that they lose the games that, that the Vikings yeah. are winning. Like Dak a, can't, that game that game playing great, uh-uh. and that's a problem. Like we talk about Mike McCarthy being a problem,
1: and who was it? I don't know. Some, Dak, has, Dak has like. He has like because like, Dak is because he plays he's a Cowboys you know, quarterback so it's like every talk show specifically one with you know a former Cowboys beat writer of notable report um, who, likes, oh, to, who likes to who likes who likes to take pictures morning. of himself shirtless and has have his wife film him freaking out over the Cowboys losing um, it, it's Skip Bayless whatever but the um, it's like I thought it was you I was like wait a second <laughs> um, but it's like like people argue about Dak all the time. He's very polarizing because he's a Cowboys quarterback. It feels like that game had everything. It was like, had he like, he like to help both sides of the argument. Like he's like, at certain points, he looked incredible. And at certain points, he looked like absolute dog crap. And, and so I just don't know what we're going to get in the postseason with Dak. But I mean, they're definitely going. Hey, wasn't, pre- it so me, much, let me- wasn't it, I, I would say like, wasn't it questionable
4: when you saw like the Cowboys get, deep into the red zone and like coming away with three points, even off of short fields. Like, isn't that alarming? And like, yes. like they were able to move the ball so easily throughout the whole game. And then they got to the most crucial point in the field and they weren't able to capitalize on that. I feel like those, that's the alarming thing. Tell Moore and, and
1: Mike McCarthy are not very trustworthy.
3: Well, yeah. and that definitely plays into our early earlier conversation about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers about could the Cowboys lose? Yeah. Because the Cowboys do dumb things a lot and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, my God, how that happened, that Dax pick sick. What the heck just happened there? Mike McCarthy makes at least three crazy decisions that no one understands in every playoff game he's ever coached in. You don't know what Kellen Moore is going to do. There's just so many question marks with the Cowboys. They're talented, but they just sometimes get in their own way.
2: Here, let me ask you guys this. So let's say Jeff Saturday gets the job in Indianapolis next year, which will, it'll be a 20-year deal. Let's just assume that. Would you <laughs> rather have, as your quarterback for the next five years, the roster's the same, everything else? Derek
4: Carr. Or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak. I think Dak easily. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I would Dak think can about play it. in the cold. We've seen Dak excel
1: play in the play, cold. They
2: play in Indianapolis. Ain't, unless they're going to make him play outside because they're playing so poorly.
1: All right. <laughs> All right. Dang. All right. That's enough for the Cowboys and the Eagles. So why don't we take a break? Bye, we wrap, we'll wrap up the rest of the games next.
0: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.
1: All right, give me another. Give me a winner, breach or loser, something. Just move this podcast along. Something we haven't talked about. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? How about the Titans? You're 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 muted, so uh, maybe you're going to say your Titans, your Nashville Titans. Oh my God! I don't
3: know what is going on. in breach, let me stop e- Everyone's injured. Everyone's the, injured. The city definitely.
2: of Nashville is losers for having to delay the game because they don't know how to use power properly.
3: Don't even get me started. <laughs> Uh, and these wow. rolling blackouts, nobody, Nashville didn't tell anyone these were going to happen. Just Friday, my electricity went out and I'm sitting there thinking it went out because it was so cold. It doesn't get down to zero degrees in Nashville ever. I think the last time it happened was 1996. So we're talking it had been a long while. So I'm thinking, oh, crap. Now we've got a two year old with us. Our electricity is out. We're going to freeze here. This is going to be like the day after tomorrow. It's going to turn into a Donner party place, situation right? It's just going to be party. a disaster. No, we don't have a fire. All right. But you got, you got some onesies. <laughs> maybe you should be,
1: <laughs> Why are you should, onesies? We're going to put a onesie. You feed off the onesies. If you're worried, oh, no. it was going to f- freeze. So anyway, put it on, short, put it
3: on. they, I can't cause my earpiece is in my way, but, uh, there you go. That's on Friday where they have, they black you out. They, they turn electricity off for 10 minutes, every hour for like, Five straight hours, Is that right?
1: To, not, to be yeah. fair, no. It's
2: and then developing and, country.
3: And then when they turn electricity back on, you know, like your internet has to turn back on. That takes five or ten minutes for it to get going. And then by the time that happens, you're forty minutes away from having it shut off again. <laughs> so it's just like, oh my god, what's going on? And then they do it Saturday. And it was – I'm like, this – what's happening right now is just emblematic of the Titans' season. The Titans are Nashville. Ryan, But that one time you said the team doesn't fit in Nashville. This weekend, they did because the Titans are falling apart without telling anyone, and it is just – they're not going to win games with Malik Willis. I mean, if you have Derrick Henry go off for 126 yards and you still lose, that's a huge problem. And so, there's nothing you can do except pray that uh, – Jacksonville plays the worst game of their lives in week 18 when the, the AFC South is on the line, but this team is not good enough to beat anyone right now. They just lost the worst team in the NFL. So by ipso de facto, that makes them the worst team in the NFL.
2: I think it's ipso facto, but the Ipso facto. They're so cold from being, having the power turned up. So yeah. pretty, I'll be honest. I didn't watch one second of this game, but I'm looking at the stats. It wasn't like the Texans ran all over them. Uh, Roy, Royce Freeman. Led the team with thirty-two rushing yards. Davis Mills only three for one seventy-eight. Like I, I'm trying to figure out how they lost this game.
1: Uh, Malik Willis is just not
2: only great. ninety-nine passing yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. And as Breach mentioned, Derrick Henry went for one twenty-six, but it, it it didn't matter.
1: It, yeah, and actually the uh, the Texans didn't even start. On they didn't have like I mean they had they had a couple spots where they're like at the thirty-seven, the thirty-eight, the forty-two, et cetera, et cetera. So like they they did you know they had some pretty good field position. Um, it's just Tennessee is Tennessee looks like, and, and you know, we go back and we talk about it, you know, we look at the schedule. It's like the teams they beat this year are just not that great. They just but just
2: that's, that's fine if you have Tannehill there because you know there's a chance. Last right. year they won 12 games, they're the number one seed that's hard to wrap your brain around. But if it's Malik Willis, as Breach noted, that's a wrap.
1: I mean, let's do you, just... do you guys if you're if you're uh Mike Vrabel and Vrabel said he probably he's likely to do this, which is Breach and I about us in the odds. But like, would you if you're Mike Vrabel and Doug Peterson, do you rest guys in week 17? Why is Mike Vrabel resting guys you are
2: trying to make the playoffs?
1: You know, the, the week 17 doesn't matter for either of those teams, the only thing that matters is winning week 18 and getting the division.
2: Oh, oh, I see. Next week, and then the week after, you play. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess If it doesn't matter. Then why would you take guys out there? Yeah, there's no no reason for it.
3: Rest everyone. Yeah, I'll play by forty on Thursday night. That's that's, you,
1: notable, that's notable for people who like to gamble on football. That you may want to look at. Um, you want to look at that? Well, right. let
2: me ask ask you this: Do you think they make the playoffs, the Titans? No, I think the Jaguars win. Yeah, but you said Week 18 is all that matters.
1: <sighs> well, they're either gonna they're either gonna win the division. Week eighteen is gonna be Sunday night football. Jaguars, Titans. Uh oh, Jacksonville. Jaguars, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's just whoever wins that wins the division is in the playoffs. I think Jacksonville wins it.
2: All right. That's one loser. Uh another loser that I have, but we already talked about it, is Tua. Uh I don't know if we want to we can talk for two minutes about whether are we at the uh, point
1: where uh, the uh Dolphins? This is let's cover, let's cover the rest of the games. I mean we Tua, is I don't disagree. I mean I don't think they're rethinking they're not rethinking the Tua thing at all. All it's right, just, that's fine. Yeah, I just, I mean, like, like, I really want to finish in 50 minutes.
2: Great. I love it. What's next? I love Um, this this new, new uh, year.
3: I got a loser. All right. The kickers in the Bengals Patriots game. Look, we saw uh, Joe Burrow go off for a half. And then we saw the Patriots get crazy for half. That's how you almost blow a 22, nothing lead. Uh, But somehow every kicker, Nick Folk missed two kicks. Ed McPherson missed two kicks. It was just missed kicks everywhere and because of that uh the patriots were still in the game at the end and then ramon j stevenson fell with the five yard line this was just a nutty bizarre game and it was another one of those games where you're like who's coaching the patriots how yeah. are these asinine mistakes happening uh with bill belichick as coach it just doesn't make any sense especially to see this happen two weeks in a row where they just these improbable losses i mean i will say that you know you guys will Ask me during a Bengals game. Did I ever feel like the Bengals were going to lose? And uh, with this game, I was my confidence level was about ninety-eight percent until uh, Jamar Chase's fumble, and I was like, "Oh my God, they're going to lose." This is the exact kind of game they lose. They're they're losing. This is over. It's it's done. I don't even want to watch the rest of it. And so for the Patriots, just to fumble the ball, wait the five yard line after losing on the lateral mm-hmm. thing last week, like my but, God. by
2: the way, you know who initiated the the lateral last week, Roger Stevenson. He said a tough two weeks, and, and the funny thing is um, probably a month ago, I think Belichick said in a press conference how much he relied and trusted Ramondre Stevenson, who had had a good year, and it just seems like the wheels have come off. Breach, is Mac Jones a loser for trying to kill Eli Apple with that weird, cheap kneecapper?
3: Yes, I, and you know what? That's getting a lot more. The NFL is going to look into it. Have you, man, have,
1: have you seen, by the way, that like there's – You can't like a cheap shot like that. There's like a there's a couple of videos floating out there about like it's like Mac Jones is a dirty player because of like several things he's done. Um, we, we can get into the minutia of it in Slack. But yeah, I mean, that's it's not great. Um, yeah, you can off are...
2: reach making his cheap shot Mac Jones point to tell us something we can't talk about. Yeah, I'm an
3: idiot. no, it's OK. It's uh, I mean, he's like Tom. Tom Brady does that stuff. Tom Brady would
1: kick people when they'd sack him. Remember, remember when he did the the nut slide, the nut shot slide with uh, with his foot. Yeah, and he he uh,
2: can read in the in the old nether regions back in the day. It's good times. Two hall of famers. All right, what's next?
1: Um, I'll say a loser. Oh, Geno Smith is a loser. Poor God dang it,
2: Eugene! I, Cyril I, I, Smith know, I, feel,
1: I feel bad. I was like, I mean, he's he's got, he's literally going to lose. Comeback player of the year. Uh, he was a stone cold lock for it and now is like fading away. And you got Saquon Barkley lurking, CMC lurking. Um. Well, more
2: importantly, Josh Julie notes this in the comments. He's on a one year deal. Are you bringing him back if you're Seattle? Or are you because you have a they're going to have the, the top five pick, I think, as we sit here. Because he I think the, you
1: bring him back and draft somebody. I think you still do. I think you do that combo. I think you bring him back too.
2: I think he's he'll make some money on the. Okay, here's another question. The Colts, Jeff Saturday, next 20 years. He's the coach. Eugene Still Smith, the third or Derek Carr?
1: Um, I might go with Gino. I'm not Gino's <laughs> I might go Gino. Breach. I think Gino's played awesome all season long. He's had a bad stretch. Uh, now, look to you guys' point last weekend. You said, you know, I was like, let's settle down on Gino falling apart. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if he like fell apart against the Chiefs. He just wasn't very good. And 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 they it they is just, the Chiefs, but yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. I think he's just you know coming back to the to the mean, as we like to say.
1: Yeah, a little bit of regression for old old Eugene Cyril Smith the third. Um here another
2: quick loser since we're looking through these. Where are we at on uh the Browns and Deshaun Watson? That's who
1: I was gonna go with too. Yeah, I think uh I
2: think I'd they be... lost to Breaches Daltons. Andrew oh! Gregory oh! Dalton. Oh, my man went eight for fifteen
1: for ninety two yards and in one
2: <laughs> interception. <laughs> And he beat Deshaun I, I, Watson. I,
1: I think that, that 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 game in particular with the weather was just so crazy. We've seen that in Cleveland before where it's like almost impossible to move the football. And, and so I don't want to put too much into it, but I am definitely, I mean, you traded three first round picks and gave him the biggest contract in NFL history and he's it, looked rusty coming back with no surprise. You come back after 12 weeks of, of being suspended and two years of not playing football. It would be it would if I if I were if I were the Haslam family and I paid all that money, I would be yeah, like you you see this. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, hit the like Jesus. button, smash, subscribe. Six points, ten points, thirteen points, ten points. If I that's all you one-
2: told me, there was no graphic, I would guess, oh, this is a Matt Canada offense.
1: <laughs> uh, I think they have one offensive touchdown and like they, they don't have more than one offensive touchdown in any of those games. I mean, I guess obviously with that point total. Um yeah, I guess yeah. how concerned should we be breached about
2: Deshaun Watson? Is this a situation where he's this is just training camp and we're just waiting for next year?
3: I'm a lot concerned. This is four oh. games now, like Brinson said, they have not scored more than one touchdown offensively in any game. And so, if your offense can't move the ball and you're paying a guy 230 million dollars, and obviously, this is the lost season now, so it's more about let's get them acclimated in a game to this offense, even though. He's been practicing full pads since mid-November. He was in training camp. It's not like they pulled him off the street and said, okay, get in there. You're our starting quarterback. So I would be a little bit concerned that they haven't topped 13 points uh, offensively in the four games where he's been quarterback. And, you know, obviously have a whole offseason. Uh, but if he still looks like this next season, then you're thinking, well, crap, now he's still our contract for – Three more years, and we still owe him a ton of money. And uh, we just mortgaged organization for something that didn't
1: work. You say, Hey, could um, would you guys want to trade us Russ Wilson for Deshaun Watson? (laughs) Like, the Broncos will
3: do that in a second, Uh, Uh, yeah. They will.
2: I'll say it again like, for the money he's making 230 guaranteed, that has to be Mahomes, Josh Allen. Yep, I mean, Uh, no
1: no discreet there whatsoever. Uh, all right, Saints still alive in that division, by the way, but man, the Saints are just. They're, they're an ugly, just an ugly like rock fight team that that just doesn't do a whole lot well. Uh, I think the only two games that we really haven't covered. So I mean, I don't know if you got any winners or lose. I mean, I, we can say Brock Purdy's a winner, thirty-seven twenty over the over Washington. He was dominant. at the
2: Golden State game on on Sunday night. That's how much of a winner he is. He didn't even care about watching the Tampa Bay game. He ain't worried yep. about Tom Brady.
1: Uh, Ray Ray McCloud had a seventy-one yard touchdown run. Chris McCaffrey punched one in late. George Kittle is on a heater. Four touchdowns in his last two games. Apparently, Kyle Shanahan ca- kind of called him out in front of the team, and he's really stepped up and elevated his play. Mm. Man, when he when he is on, that dude is so filthy in the receiving game. I think, I mean, if you told me Jalen Hurts doesn't play again this season, and that's they, they, just hypothetical. Um, I mean, obviously, San Francisco like feels like the favorite to win the, the NFC for sure, right? No, no, no. All due respect to Minnesota. I don't know.
2: Hey, the Minnesota doesn't lose games.
1: I just don't I mean and, yeah
2: last week I was I was all over that but I mean the, the Vikings will not lose a football game. And I'll
3: say the same thing I said last week. I just need to see old Brock play a game from behind. Get a rookie or, quarterback or, when the pressure's on, you're down ten points, how you react. But, or, but the four nurses are so good. Maybe they'll never be down ten points.
1: My cousin's uh, husband who's over here on Sunday, Dustin, he's a he's a 49ers fan, and I was like, Look, I was like, Man, like I love the I love the team. I think they're, I think they're awesome. I think they're really fun, tons of weapons, but they have a rookie quarterback going to the playoffs. Like you, you can say what you want, but I mean, the reality is, you know, if you're, you know, you're a rookie quarterback, like purdy has been awesome, but the, he's the first quarterback since 1950 with 110 plus passer rating. Each of his first three career starts, but a rookie quarterback in the playoffs is just a different vibe. Although again, I'll say, I'll say it again. The NFC looks like it is wide open. Uh, finally, Buffalo at Chicago. Buffalo's run game has to be a winner here, right? Yeah. You know what? It
2: was like negative 80 degrees out there. Go ahead, Breach.
1: I was just
3: going to say that, look, since Josh Allen's kind of elbow injury, the Bills have really started to lean on that run game kind of quietly. You don't really notice until they have a huge game like this. But you look at what they've done over the past few weeks. I mean, they went for 254 against the Bears. Devin Singletary, James Cook, both kind of going off, but they've gone over 100 yards uh, in every week since their bye back in week seven. And so just because – and uh, Josh Allen got injured in week nine, so it seems like they have been kind of a little bit more reliant on that. And uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens if someone shuts down the run game and says, all right, Josh Allen, you need to throw 60 passes. Let's see if your elbow can handle that.
2: Yeah, the Bills averaged 7.3 yards per play, and the, uh, the Bears were at 3.5. Um, that'll, that'll,
1: cool. that'll get you the W. Yeah. Uh, Bill. Yeah. Bill's looked like they're a complete team. Again, the Josh Allen playing pretty well, I'm not, I'm not, uh, the by the way, the high.
2: bears are in play for the number one overall pick too.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> so that's what something. the Colts. I think, uh, um, maybe, maybe
1: the Texans could just have a better record than the Colts. Sorry.
2: Yeah. The Texans, cause the Texans, they, they, you know, they beat the Titans. So they're, they're making their move out of the number one pick, which is interesting. Uh, but anyway.
1: You we know, you you you've got a draft podcast called uh with the first pick. It'll be you you do the show tomorrow?
2: No. Uh Rick is actually Rick Spielman for the first time in, in at least 10 years is spending Christmas with his family. So there yeah, yeah. So he's on vacation. Uh I don't think I'm speaking out of school. He actually pulled a breach and went to Universal Studios for Christmas week with his family. That's That's he's, he's doing the Harry Potter thing, I think.
1: Oh, it's Breaking: Ryan Wilson fired for revealing Rick Spielman's. <laughs> I can just see him walking around there. Uh, all right, that'll do it for us. Right, we're done.
2: Yeah, until oh uh, no, I was gonna say I like to say we'll see you next year, but we won't. We'll see each other tomorrow night. So that's right.
1: Monday night recap. We'll be back. um I have yet to find out if we're doing a press coverage show. Like we're not going to, but we'll, we probably will. Uh, oh, and, oh, we gotta look at the playoffs. Sorry, I thought we kind of did that. NFC playoff, AFC playoff. Look ahead. Playoff picture. Mm. We were gonna get out. Let's get out in under an hour. We'll be fine. Uh, yeah, look at the AFC. Ability. All right, so here's the, here's the deal in the AFC. Buffalo is clinched. Kansas City's clinched. Cincinnati is clinched. And Baltimore has clinched. Jacksonville is yeah. the current four seed. Chargers are the current six seed. Miami, the current seven seed. Lingering on the outside. The Patriots, the Jets, the Titans and the Steelers.
2: And we talked about how the Steelers need some magic beans to get in. I think they're they're done. And I'll ask the same question I asked last week. I'm going chalk, which is as we see it here. E- either of you want to substitute out for six or seven? I don't think the Titans are winning fourth. I, I think we're all good with Jacksonville four.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll go. I think I think that the AFC ends up staying the same as well. Um and Miami's not playing. Well, I mean, Miami played well for 45 minutes. We'd feel fine if they'd won
2: that game, even if it was by one point. But Tua yeah. is troubling, so maybe Tua bounces back, they are run the ball more, or whatever. But I, I think those are the best teams. As we said, at Breach- the
1: Dolphins it. have to play at the Pats and the Jets at home. And I believe if they win. Well, if they win, if they win both, obviously they're in. If they go if they win one and tie one, they're in. I think
2: I want to want it it's just going to be a whole bunch of variables.
1: Yeah, I think I want to want. Yeah. So pretty huge game between them and the Patriots on next Sunday. Who are your uh,
2: four, six and seven teams for each in the AFC?
3: Uh, it's man, I really want to say Tennessee at four. They pull off the upset in week 18, but they're just so banged up that if Jack- you lived in any other city, you wouldn't be doing this. And Jacksonville's been so hot. I think you have to go with them. All right. Baltimore, uh, you just they have a two game, or I guess the line of a one game win. The Chargers at the Chargers won Monday night. But yeah, I just think four, or five, and or five and six, Ravens at five, chargers at six. And then seven feels like it's gonna be a dog fight. I could see the Patriots being the Dolphins in New England. It's a home game. Their season's gonna be on the line, and then that would just cause total chaos if I'll, those- I'll
2: say this. So are you going with the Patriots?
3: No, because I think they play. <laughs> well, they play the Bills in Week 18. I don't think no. they're going to win that game.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say Mike White comes back in the Jets' again, just to make it spicy.
1: I don't t- Look, I'm trying to figure out who's 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 the team that's sneaking in here. I, I guess, just told you, Mike White. No, but if, the, if the Dolphins go 0 and 2, and the Jets go 2 and 0, the Jets are probably they, if The if the, if the Patriots win out, and the Jets, and the Dolphins lose out. The Patriots are in.
2: Okay,
4: interesting. Very but I
2: think to breach point, the Patriots are not winning out. Probably not.
1: And yeah, the, I'll Dolphins, say the
3: Dolphins. I think the Dolphins go nine and eight and get in. I think the I think the Jets could be the spicy team this
1: season. All right, let's look. I like just said that. You saw my I, answer. I, I, was, I was I was agreeing with you. All right, yeah, go to the other side. NFC wise, in the NFC, the Eagles are out. All right, keep going. Yep, Eagles are Eagles. Eagles have clinched. We have no seeds clinched. Eagles have clinched. Vikings have clinched. 49ers have clinched and dallas has clinched a playoff spot it is it is actually kind of crazy because it's almost identical on both sides of the conference uh each conference is almost identical because you have the top three seeds have already you know currently clinched playoff spots um although they have not clinched those seeds uh several have clinched division wins you know so like it's like the Eagles still have to clinch theirs, but then in the four spot you have a seven and eight Tampa team, just like a seven and eight Jacksonville team. That's one, you know, T- Tampa's one game ahead of a six and nine Carolina team and a six and nine New Orleans team. And then you have in the six and seven spot, um, you know, two teams right at, right above or at five hundred. The Giants in Washington, and then right behind them, nipping on their heels, Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay at seven and eight. Um, and then you, know, you have the, the NFC South team. So I want to say that Tampa wins the division. Yeah. And that the Giants get in and the Packers get in.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you. I think the fact that you're going to Carson Wentz at this point in the conversation, you are unsure behind yeah. key, that's a huge alarm bell for me. And, um, you know, Detroit and Seattle, I'm sad with the way they're playing lately. So I'll just roll with old Aaron Rodgers, Breach.
3: Uh, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and disagree with you guys.
2: All right. What are you doing?
3: I am going so with the to Panthers, the Lions and the Seahawks. You are like one third, right? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Panthers. I'll, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Why not go with the Panthers? They're, they look good right now. They, I mean, looking like the best team in that division isn't much, but
2: that's the win the division. That's where you're going with them. That's the only way they can get in the playoffs. Okay. I was going to say, because they're a game behind the seven and eight teams. All right, I mean, ahead.
3: if they win against the Buccaneers in week 17, that's going to be a giant step toward winning that division. All right. And then the wild card spot, the Giants at six, I think. You win one of your final two games. They play the Colts in week 17. That feels like uh, something they're going to be able to. I, I do feel like the Giants are going to get the six. And then the seven, uh, I am torn between the Commanders and the Seahawks and the Lions and the Pack I'm torn between
1: Wow, them. you're torn between all the teams that have a chance to get there. But I am going to go with.
3: I mean, the Seahawks have the Jets in Seattle. I feel like that's a winnable game. And then they have the Rams at home. And I feel like that's a winnable game. So um, I'm going to go with the Commanders.
2: (laughs) What just happened?
3: I don't know, man. I think they beat the Browns in Week 17. And then classic, classic thing I say all the time. They play the Cowboys in Week 18. If the Eagles already have the division wrapped up, Dallas is going to bench everyone. And the Commanders are going to beat the Cowboys' second string to get to the playoffs.
0: So you're telling me there's a chance.
1: I, I think know. I think Cowboys bench everybody. Carson Wentz loses to Cooper Rush. So that's <laughs> that actually sounds like... <laughs> that more would likely. be hilarious. More likely. Um, and, he, and he hits a 70% playing time marker, so they missed the playoffs, and they have to give up a second round pick to the Colts. <laughs> all right, that'll actually do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Always thankful for all of you who listen and watch this program and somehow force us to broadcast from our parents' basement over the holidays. Literally. Literally. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Nice. For Breach's onesie, for Wilson, I'm Brinson. See you guys later. Ho, 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 Breach.